thing we need to do a video podcast so everybody can watch you dance to that opening song because it yeah. is glorious. Welcome I everyone. Been recording, honestly, we've been the best YouTube video. Yeah, we had views to the roof, a billion, billions. That's what they want to watch. Nobody, nobody wants to see this. <laughs> nobody wants to see thirty-some, almost thirty-year-old men. Almost thirty. Almost thirty. What are you? You mean almost forty for you two? Shut it. Yeah, he's he's giving you the benefit of the doubt. I'm giving you yeah, the yeah, benefit yeah, of yeah, almost I thirty. I don't. Nobody needs to know. I'm so it's still thirty. It still counts. Yeah, 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 you're thirty. I got one more year. I don't know about the other I'm one. Gonna milk but it you're like thirty. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> so Hold on tight to that three. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode three of A Winner Is You. We continue to plug along here. We're back again. For another one, but we're missing one of our one of our good friends. Sean's not here today, but we do have Drew and Adam to join us. Guys, we're back again. We are. It's a glorious week. It's this glorious. time, this time it's weekly. Everyone, we didn't we didn't skip a week this time. We're not. Maybe that's why Sean's not here. He uh, he couldn't take it. He couldn't I, take the heat. I was going to say he partied too hard for his birthday. He's still oh. recovering, probably. It could be a two. It was the big three zero. He's just he's just in VR shitting himself playing Resident (laughs) Evil. (laughs) He's been doing that for a week. (laughs) That's not too far off how I was after my thirtieth birthday. So that's true. That's true. That's not too far. It's not too far off on uh, how I play VR too when I play any horror game. (laughs) Usually shitting myself quite frequently because it is terrifying. So. We've got a somewhat of a packed show here. We got we we've been trying to keep it to five topics, and we're up to seven somehow at the last minute. But that's okay. I think it'll be in somewhat quick topics to go through. But we'll get down the list right away. Let's get it started and tell everybody what's on the game board for this week. We're gonna do a little follow up to our talk last week about the steam summer sale and and see what uh see what's on their uh horizon for games that we bought and we're we're starting to play we got to talk about the july free games for playstation plus and the xbox we've uh have a little playstation summer sale going on right now as well so we're going to talk a little about that a little call of duty update to their online multiplayer we're going to talk a little gaming chairs few of us have, have recently bought some new chairs since we're all working from home and there's some fun different chairs that are coming out that you can get that are in the style of gaming. Finally, I got to talk a little NBA Jam and some recent news that came out from the old school game. That's going to be our probably our closing topic. I also have a little bit of a humble brag of a of a recent article that got released as well in my personal life, so We'll talk about that as well. So let's get into it. I still don't think I have a... Well, you know what? Here, we'll play this. Yeah. Well, Mike Tyson's punch out. I enjoy it. Yeah. It's classic. 
It's a good one. Well, the Steam Summer Sale is pretty much wrapped up. I know I spent over 100 bucks on my games. Drew, you have 137,000 points. You must have spent a shitload of money, apparently. Uh, not, on, not on the summer sale. I think uh, I think I reaped the benefit of ordering an index this year. I think a lot of that money went right into points. Uh, I still don't know exactly what you use those points for, but maybe we'll figure that out uh, you can get, along the way here. You can get awesome avatars and, uh, you know like emojis that you can put on there and stickers. Did you actually use the adjective awesome there for some I reason? Did. <laughs> Cuz yeah, awesome trying stickers. to make the sale here. Oh. <laughs> I screwed that one up. So Steam, uh, call us. We'll we'll do a Yeah. partner up. Right. Look at us. Come on your product. Gabe, get on the phone. We're ready. Get it. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Steam. So, I I was able to you know, uh, keep myself from spending too much money this week. Or I only, I bought three games. Uh, one of which I talked about buying. I was talking about Westworld. Uh, I got a little bit of the way through that. It's uh, it's a good game. It's a slight horror element to it. Maybe not even slight. A, a little bit of a horror element to it. Uh, gets a little freaky at times. And I think if you're a fan of the Westworld series. Uh, this really it doesn't have any of the same characters, at least not yet, as the Westworld series. But it's still uh, it's in line with the series, so it's it's a good game. You should give it a shot. Uh, it's a good VR game. At that, uh, the second one I picked up is called Onward, and this is kind of a shot in the dark for me. I think it's pretty new, and it's a first-person shooter VR game. So. In the past, if you're experienced with VR at all, you've heard a, a lot about this uh, game called Pavlov. I think that was one of the first VR shooter games that was out there, uh, multiplayer. So there's a there's a there's a couple other single player ones like H3 VR, uh, Horseshoes, Hot Dogs, and Hand Grenades, which is definitely a favorite of mine. And when we talk about VR Ooh. extensively, that will come up. Uh, but uh, Onward is along the lines of a online multiplayer first-person shooter but for vr uh so i haven't actually been able to get into it yet but i'm looking forward to it it looks really good it's supposed to be super tactical so it's not a lot of run and gun i think there's very limited ammo uh the maps seem to be laid out really well uh so it's really kind of a grown-up first-person shooter it's not the call of duties and battlefields you know you're with 12 year olds yelling obscenities at you all day and making you feel bad uh, I think this should be a little bit more grown up. It seems more tactical. So uh, I will fill you in more when I actually get into it. And then the third one, DPP, you're going to be pretty excited about this one. Uh, I sent you a screenshot. Super Mega Baseball 3. Hey. I picked it up. And <laughs> uh, I think my caption in the screenshot I sent you was, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. Uh, and that's... <laughs> I think that's because I am not a sports uh, guy in general. Uh, I'm not really a sports game person, but I think, you know, after your glowing review, I figured I should pick it up and give it a shot. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely the right level of simulation versus arcade. It definitely has a good arcade element to it, uh, but at the same time, you don't feel like it's just hit a button and hit the ball or hit a button and pitch down the center. You, there is some skill element to it, which uh, I, this is coming from all of one three-inning game that I've played. But it's uh, it's working out. I, I think it's good, and I think 
it's gonna it's gonna draw me back to play some more. So good recommendation. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's one of those. It's not quite like RBI Baseball of of the day or anything like that or Ken Griffey Juniors. It's got a little more of that simulation element to it and. One of the things I really like about that one too is it it gives you a good guidance at the beginning, a little bit of a training as you go through like a, like your first game, and then other things you need to remember is that batters will remember pitches, and like if you keep throwing the same pitch, they'll start to remember it, or you know if you throw two pitches the same in a row, they'll start to anticipate that pitch. So you got to make sure you you know are throwing pitches in different spots of the strike zones and different styles of pitches and, and things like that to keep them guessing and get more strikeouts and things. So it's you know, it has a lot of strategy to it, but yet it's still pretty simplistic in its gameplay if you want it to be. I think for me, it definitely got a little bit overwhelming just in that first game. They start throwing a lot more at you as the game goes on, uh, especially when it comes to different perks that different players have based, you know, this this guy hits harder when it's pitched outside. This guy hits harder when it's pitched inside and different, you know, against left handers versus right handers. Um and then especially when they start talking about, you know, the pit, the pitchers especially getting tired and starting to lose stamina and things like that. So I think I think some of that was a, a little bit more than I was expecting. I think from the look of it, you're expecting very arcade, and it it's not. It, there is definitely some simulation aspects to it. So yeah. I think I got a little overwhelmed in that first <laughs> game, but uh, that – that's pretty easy to do with me in sports games. So and that's and, <laughs> don't and take some that of that stuff is new. That's new to this year too. They didn't have that before where that kind of specialty yeah. things of like, yeah, the batter, if he's on two strikes, he's, he is more focused and hits better, gets better hits or, uh, you know, yeah, you bet better against left-handers and that's all kind of new to this year. So it's kind of neat. Um, one of their new elements that they've added for the, for the new, uh, for the third one, I guess. Did so, you yeah. guys did you guys ever play um well I don't think you did Drew cuz you didn't play really sports games but uh the Bigs too or the Bigs um I believe it was a 2K baseball game and it was like exactly how this sounds where it's you get some realism of how the game like how baseball is actually played but it's in in an arcade environment I only remember the Bigs um I had to look it up the only reason I remembered what it was is because Prince Fielder was on the cover so I was like yeah that's a Milwaukee Brewer. I got to get that game, you know, cause that's how our brains work, uh, in Wisconsin. And then, um, it definitely had that feel where it's all kind of, they all kind of look like an arcade version of themselves, which I really enjoyed. Um, so sounds like I'd really enjoy this game. I should probably try it out. Um, oh, I would highly recommend it for sure. Cause I like should. the mix because it keeps it yeah. interesting. If you play it where it's like the show, which is, it looks good. It's kind of the same game every year. Uh, but it's kind of boring. I it, like, I really love baseball. It's my favorite sport, but it is hard when it's not playoffs or the pennant race or anything to watch a four hour plus game on TV. <laughs> and that's kind of what you do when you play a full game of the show. Um, yeah, this yeah, so listeners a lot faster. Obviously, it's only you know, obviously awesome. it's a video game, so you're playing only an hour or so for a full game if you want to. And the the players don't look like the real MLB players because obviously they don't have the license. But sure. you can do some you can do some uh, basic editing of the player to make them just look different. But they there's no way you're going to get them to look like their actual counterparts in MLB. But which is not a big deal, but you can edit their names, you can edit their stats, you can mm-hmm. edit positions. Every, you can literally edit everything about the game for the, as, as much as you want. 
really. So it's kind of awesome that in that sense. What yeah, was the? It's... I was what? just gonna say, what was the pricing on it? Is it like a mid level? So on Steam, full price is forty five dollars. It's fifteen sure. percent off right now in the sale, so it's at thirty eight twenty four. Nice. Um, I think it's worth the pickup for thirty eight bucks. You know, under forty bucks, it's definitely a full fledged game. Uh, all the reviews are very positive, and you know, it's a brand new game. It just got released in you know middle of May, so it's you know for a brand new game that's a fully fledged game. You know, it's not an early access. It's completely released, and it's a it seems like a good game for thirty eight bucks. That's not a bad deal. No, not at all. So, right. and then I think there's also an online version. So, I think if all three of us have it, that that could be fun. We might have to get a game going. We could play online. It'd be interesting. I wonder if it goes cross platform though, because I did buy it for the Nintendo Switch. Oh, I don't so, know. I have to look that up. I don't we'll know. Have to check. I don't know. It would be interesting though. Yeah, maybe I'll. You know, if it if it is an option and we can do it, maybe I'll plug down a few extra bucks and get it on the on it's, Steam as well because the game's awesome and it's well worth it. And I love being able to play it on the Switch as well when I'm sitting in front of a TV and get a game in. It's kind of fun. So, and I and I think if you two are on different teams, it's probably a disadvantage on whoever's team I'm on. So I think <laughs> I think we'll be okay. That's fair. <laughs> I'll put you out sure. in right field. <laughs> That's, that's, that's what I'm softball. used to. That's what I played when that's, I was in that's baseball. The, that's the little league way. Throw yeah. them out in right field. They're, you're fine. Picking dandelions and just scaring <laughs> them around. That's my specialty. I can do that real well. <laughs> well, I'm also interested in, in Westworld, too, because I did pick that up as well. I have not started it, though, so I'm, I'm definitely uh, pretty interested in how that goes. So I would... I would recommend. So I know I know how you feel about horror games, and I'm just going to preface this that it is there are horror elements to it. So you're going to have to be okay with that and have to just get through it. Especially there's like the first half hour or so. It's a semi tutorial area, and I think they kind of up the horror at the beginning to kind of get you into it. So just make it through that. Give it an hour. Make it through that first kind of tutorial area, and you'll be okay. okay. So. Because after I got out of there, it seemed to the, the space opened up a lot. Like there's still jump scares and things like that, so you still have the horror element, but it didn't seem as enclosed. You didn't seem like you were just locked in this space um, with the antagonist. I won't explain it too far, sure. but yeah. Is it so? Give is, it a shot. Is there move? Is it a lot of moving around, or is it more just you're sitting, kind of sitting there watching things unfold, or? No, it's it's puzzles. So you're moving oh, okay. around, you're trying to solve puzzles, uh, trying to you know figure out how to get out of the areas. Uh, there's basically the the gist of it is there's this uh, host that's following you, uh, trying to kill you basically, and you're trying to find your way out and, and get yourself away from this this other host. So it's interesting. It. It's a puzzle game, but with a horror element. Okay, well, it's definitely gonna be checking it out for sure because I did this. Put down some money on it. So I bought way too many games is my problem because I don't even know where to begin, really. Uh, a few of the ones that I had on my list, which I was really interested in playing, and they're kind of goofy little games, but one was called Eleven, and it's Table Tennis VR. And it's just playing table tennis. But it is, like, I, that's the first one I tried, and it is actually ridiculously realistic. I was quite impressed with the with how everything worked and how you could move around and, and hit the ball and 
you basically could play against. You could play online with that one too, or you could play against a bot. So I, you know, just was playing against a random bot on different difficulty levels, and it was actually a lot of fun. They just have some different backgrounds that you can select, but it's basically just playing table tennis against another player. So it was actually really entertaining. Is it like uh, Balls of Fury? There's you ever no, see that movie? It's not, it's not Balls of Fury. Because that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> nope, no Balls of Fury. There's no Christopher Walken in the background either. So, you know. <laughs> that movie's going to get canceled. Okay, move forward. <laughs> uh, let's see, what else did I get? Um, I also got Sports Bar VR, which I wasn't... It's not too bad. I, I played it a little bit, but it's basically... you walk into a bar and you play bar games for the most part. And it's another one that you can play online, but there's. There is a bartender game though, where you do make drinks. I've seen that, but it looks so God awful. No, this one is, you can play. Sounds like a, it sounds like a quarantine replacement, right? You would normally go to the bar and do this <laughs> stuff. Now you can just sit, now at, I can sit at home and I can on the VR and I can play pool and I can shoot darts and do a, um, you know, shuffleboard and all that. So, the, can you get the Packer game on the on the big screen? Uh, I saw that you can pick up the remote and change channels, and I'm not sure how, but I didn't get detailed into how, like, because it says you can play, like, your own music and do different things, so I'm not sure if you can play any, stream any of your television stuff, but it, you, I know you can play your music, so I'm not sure how to do that, but I, I didn't get that far. I played one game of pool, and then I quit, but the pool was okay. You know, I I, I think there's more than what I was doing with it, but it was it seemed pretty realistic and it, you know actually worked pretty well graphic wise and everything so it was it wasn't too bad but i uh i went through it quickly because i wanted to play some more games that i had but uh what else did i get i got nba 2k20 for $9 which is phenomenal so i was happy about that I'm not the biggest fan of the 2K series recently because, I don't know, it just it doesn't do it for me quite anymore, but I'm dying to play some basketball because I can't watch it on TV and can't do anything anyway, so for $9, I will play some NBA 2K for sure. And I played one game, and I was actually impressed. It, was, it seemed like it was a lot better than last year's version. I, maybe I was just, I don't know, maybe I just had a lucky game or something, but playing as the Bucks with Giannis and... I was oh, yeah, kicking that's ass. Why, so. <laughs> they're they're one of the most the Bucks. I think are if they're not the most used or second most, it's the Lakers and the Bucks. Yeah, and they dominate everybody in that game. Yeah, that, that's fine. Makes I it got, more fun. <laughs> I got no problem with that, and that's hap- I'm happy to have a, a Milwaukee Bucks team on a video game that actually dominates. So that's awesome. Haven't had one of those since 2000. <laughs> since uh, 2006 with Michael Red and Andrew Bogut. Yeah. Sure. Watch me roll. <laughs> I'm getting 20 wins. <laughs> 20, 20. I'm seventh place, baby. I'm not last. I'm not last. So on top of the other games I got, uh, I also got Invisible Hours. Not sure if you've seen this one, uh, Drew, but it's a. It's it see it looks like it's a game of Clue. Where, like, you're just watching, like, you don't really do anything, I guess, from what I understand. You're just kind of going through this, uh, this house where these people, you know, happened upon a murder and they're trying to figure out who done it. And you're basically going through listening, you know, trying to listen into different conversations and going through the rooms and trying to figure out, solve the mystery of who, you know, who murdered who. So 
it doesn't seem like it's a lot of like action or anything like that, but kind of going through that and solving a puzzle and listening to a documentary or whatever, I don't know, documentary, that's not the right word, but listening to them talk about, you know, who killed somebody and trying to solve a mystery is kind of neat. Yeah, I I picked that one up. I didn't pick it up on this team sale. It must have been a previous one. Uh, and it's it's one of the umpteen games that has zero do- zero hours on it on my Steam profile. So, uh, would you say the hours are I, invisible? Yeah, they, I see that. So that, that must be what's going on. Uh, but I agree. It looked really good. It, it got really good reviews. Uh, it looks like it's a really good game. It's just one of those I haven't uh, I haven't gotten around to yet. But so I'm interested to hear if you if you end up getting into it a little bit. Interesting to hear what you think. Yeah, I'll definitely be playing that one probably pretty soon because that. That's something that interests me because I'm always I'm into the whodunits and the mystery stuff and all that kind of goofy shit. So uh, that's definitely one high on my list to start playing. And I picked up some other like old school stuff. I went I got all the Grand Theft Autos. They were all on sale, so I picked up Vice City and San Andreas and Grand Theft Auto Four and Three. And then uh, I pulled up two old school games that are called Costume Quest. I don't know if guys ever played those. Uh, but they're kind of, they're more of a kiddie type of game, more cartoony game. Uh, but they're, it's an RPG for the most part, which is not really necessarily my style, but more of a turn, it's a turn-based type of fighting style. But then there's like live movement in between, you know, the fights. And they're really, really awesome games. And they're, they're kind of short, they're cheap, they're like five bucks. But there's basically you're like two kids and you're you know it's halloween and somebody's like these goblins showed up and they're like taking over the town and taking all the candy and you basically have to go you're going door to door like you're trick-or-treating and some of the houses have goblins and some of the houses have people and you're going around trying to take out all the different goblins and then there's kids all around that are like, oh, you need to go collect this, or I lost this, and you got to kind of do side quests and things like that. But it's it's not too long of a game, but then like the fighting style is turn-based, so kind of like old like Final Fantasy, where you you know one side and the other, and you got to take turns trying to take down the enemies, and you have special power-ups and stuff. And it's it's actually like really entertaining. I played it, I don't know how many times for the Xbox back when it was out, and. I saw them on here, so I put them on my wish list, and sure enough, they went on sale during the sale. So, what the hell? I'll pick them up and probably play them again soon enough. So, it's just one of those to nice to have in the collection if you ever want to play it again. Yeah, I'd say I'm just looking it up because I'd never heard of it. And for a cheap game, it looks pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good graphics. I was disappointed in number two, actually. Custom Quest 2 was way shorter than it should have been. Uh, mm-hmm. as, as being a sequel, usually I think the sequel is going to be a little bit longer, a little more involved, and it it ended way too abruptly. The first one I feel was definitely better than the second. Sure. But for that goofy little fun little game to play, you know, when you're bored and have some time, those ones are super entertaining, and this one is one of my favorites of all time. So, Adam, I don't know if you've, I know you don't have a PC, so. I, I don't know if you picked up anything, really. Well, I can relate it to our previous episode, though, but I um, did not pick up any Steam sale games. I did pick up a PlayStation game when because they have been going sales like crazy, it seems like. Um, and I think I mentioned it last week where I got Grand Theft Auto V, so I actually played that. Um, 
and I apparently had a PlayStation save. I played it mainly on Xbox. I completed the story on Xbox, and I played online on Xbox. And I looked at PlayStation. It must have been when I transferred it from PS3. And my last save was in... Because I loaded the game. I know how the game starts. And all of a sudden, I'm like, this is not the start of the game. Did they change the game? And then, and I'm like, I'm like 20% in. And my save was from May of 2015. And I was a level 10 online. Uh, and the, the version I bought um, was for 10 to 15 bucks when it was on sale. Usually 30 for the um, Criminal Masterminds edition of Grand Theft Auto V, which gives you a boost to get you caught up in online play. So it gives you um, different places for free. So you get some of these things that people have been doing for years now. You got, I got free cars, a free helicopter, um, the biker gang, a garage, a place. Like it gave me all this free stuff. And most of it you can play without playing other players online. So like that's what I've been doing is just trying to get my level higher so I can start at least get all the unlockable armor before I start playing with other people. Cause that's what it turns into. Um, so that's all I played. And I was like, wow, this is still amazing. Cause I, I hadn't played it for a couple years. And then, um, the only other thing, uh, playing wise, I've been playing Mario Kart just cause my wife's addicted and I just got to put her in her place. Like so, classic Mario Kart? Um, <laughs> no, we're playing, we have a Wii U. So, um, you have a Wii me? Like a, yeah, I've got a weenie. So, like I've been saying, I've been wanting to play uh, Switch. I wanted a Switch, but I'm not dropping, what did I say, $4,000. So, <laughs> Wii U it is. Uh, and so, we're trying to unlock all the customizations in there. But, um, I'd say the main thing related to the last week, we talked about the Iron Man VR. And I pulled the trigger this, this week. Um, I am picking it up tomorrow because it releases tomorrow. Um, I got the Iron Man PlayStation 4 bundle, which comes with everything you need to play the VR. It was like 300 some dollars when I was looking in refurbished headsets for 200 So I was like, all of it plus the game, I didn't think it was too bad. Um, plus, you know, we ha- we're getting it through Best Buy and we have uh, credit through there. So I'm like, no interest. Nice. Why not get it? Uh, so I'm picking it up tomorrow. Uh, and I plan to put in some hours in that uh, later on this weekend for sure. Uh, so I'm excited to get into the VR world. Not something I've done myself. I've just, you know, enjoyed it at someone else's place or watched videos online of it. So I hope it's, uh, I hope it is good. Wow. I don't know what gotta that love, was. Gotta love when ads just start playing. That's my favorite. <laughs> That's my all-time mm. favorite. You open a website and the ads just, just keep on going. That's right, folks. There you, you go. You can hear all the goofs. Oh, boy. <laughs> so what I was going to ask before that started playing is uh, you make some room there in the living room or what, where are you going to have this thing? Because you're going to need some space. I don't know. So what's actually working out nice is um, I'm spending my holiday weekend painting uh, my office because I can't stand this green color anymore and getting the baby room ready. Uh, so I'm painting tomorrow and fr- and Saturday, so I'm going to re- take that as a chance to rearrange and make some space uh, for VR. The eventual goal is it'll go in the basement, but that's probably a month or two away. That's after we get you hooked up with uh, a nice PC, yeah, yeah. A nice Valve Index. Yeah, I turned that in my gamer dungeon. There you go. Yeah. 
whole basement. You're gonna need the, you're gonna need the space. That's for sure. I'll break my head and hands on the ceil- drop ceiling. Oh. I gotta tell you, I had my first casualty. You remember, Uh-oh. you know the the VR stories. Uh, maybe I should save it for next week. <laughs> next week's teaser, v- teaser. Next week's VR teaser? talk. We gotta talk. We gotta talk VR casualties. Remind me. All right. <laughs> I'm writing so note now. We are <laughs> a little a little foreshadowing. Everybody, next week will be a virtual reality episode. Stay tuned here. All things yeah, VR. We'll uh, tease. Okay, I spelt it correct. I think. Here we go. Casual Eddies. I didn't. Oh, and I would add before we get rolling, what's cooking in the crock pot? Beans. I see that. You see the beans back there? Yeah. I did just oh my you God. guys. <laughs> Our unofficial sponsor, Bushes. <laughs> Original baked beans. You can't be giving that stuff away for free. Come on. They're going to be all about it. They're going to be like, wait till you guys get on video. You're going to get t-shirts or something. Maybe stickers. I would take a Bush's t-shirt. <laughs> I'll take some baked beans. Uh, send them Send them my, my way. Uh, you know, Add it's me, DPP, on the Twitter. You know, send me some Bush's <laughs> baked beans. <laughs> so, since we're talking PlayStation, you mentioned some deals. Why don't we talk about what's going on on the PlayStation for their free games for July under the PS Plus They've got, boy, what's out there right now? Rise of the Tomb Raider, I think we mentioned, yep. is going to be out there. Which is the second of the series, which is, we were talking earlier, was kind of interesting because I don't, I'm assuming at some point they released, they did the first one, you know, beforehand at some point where it was released for free, but because I don't know why you would give away the second one, I guess, but I, know, I guess they did that with Uncharted as well, right? They gave away the second Uncharted yeah. for free, so... I don't know. That's kind of interesting. That's favorite, a so that's a really really good game. I I would say the first one was my favorite, but I you know you can't go wrong with the Tomb Raider series. So if you if you haven't played any of the Tomb Raiders, this is a great opportunity to get a free one and play it. And what's what? Did, I mean, did did they, are they giving away NBA Two K Twenty? Yeah, I was about to say. You what messed is this up. bullshit? I wasted nine dollars. <laughs> I saw it. that it's free. Oh, that's insane. And now it's free. The timing. How crazy yeah, is how that? Is it because there's just no basketball going on that, you know, they just can't do anything? They can't sell basketball games, so why not give it away for free? <laughs> Although, you know, this is the perfect timing because if things go well, it basketball picks back up at the end of the month. So it's like people are starting to get back into it where it's like it's coming back. It's for sure happening. That's the time to get the game out there. People are definitely going to play it. I don't know. It's not like other games that where you pay to play. So, I don't know. Nine bucks was a good deal. Freeze even better. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to complain about $9. And I got it for the PC. So, I, you know, I know I still have my PS4, but I don't have a PlayStation Plus anymore. I don't really use it. So, I'd rather have it for the PC. Why not? But yeah, it makes sense. If you've got the PlayStation Plus, I mean, you'd... It, I wouldn't say you'd be stupid, but even if you're not a basketball fan, you might as well pick it up for free and try it out. Yeah. it's a t- That's the time to see if you're a basketball fan, if you'd like to play it going forward, because you're going to get a new one every single year, and it's the same game. And that's all you're going to get when it comes to basketball <laughs> games, which sucks. Ugh, <laughs> miss the days, man. I miss the days. Well, they've also got a mid-year sale going on as well. I don't know if any of you guys 
I know Drew and I are PC players. Adam, have you gone through this at all and looked and had any interest in games to pick up? Yeah, I. it wasn't even necessarily like, look at all these games to get, but it's like, I don't remember PlayStation doing this many sales. Like, I have had PlayStation Plus for I don't even know how long. I had the PlayStation 4 since it came out. I had a PlayStation 3, a 2. Like, you know, obviously I picked up online play with 3 and 4. But I haven't seen this many sales, especially in a row from PlayStation. Like, I, I don't remember this. Uh, maybe I wasn't looking uh, well enough, I guess. But if I just looked at the things, it's like we talk about the same games every week because they're always on sale now, uh, which was Witcher, Grand Theft Auto, I noticed a lot of sports games I would play um, are pretty cheap. Like, if you want ultimate editions of the old sports game, uh, but that's trying to get you to buy it before the new one comes out next month, so don't do that. Um, And then Red Dead, I saw. So if you haven't played Red Dead, you get the special edition, which has DLC, all the extra stuff. I think you get a horse and I don't remember if it's a gun or something, but $35.99, like, it's still pretty well-played game. I have it, and I haven't even started it because I know the time commitment that's going to be. I'm still playing Um, mine. I'm going through it a second time right now, and the special edition, I'll tell you, the couple bucks is definitely worth it for the horse. Just the horse alone, because that that horse is ridiculously faster than any other horse you're going to find. Yep, and you can get it right away. So it's perfect. Yeah. But this this is how I got the so when I got Grand Theft Auto, it's this premium online edition. I spent I think it was twelve ninety nine a week ago, two weeks ago. Uh, now you can get it with a shark card. We bring those up. Got to get our plug in uh, for twenty eight seventy nine. And I don't know how much the shark cards for, but probably a significant amount of fake money in a video game. I think it's one point two five million. Jesus, I don't know if the version I downloaded came with money because I had 1.5 million and I was like, there's no way I did that playing yeah. it in 2015. <laughs> plus, you, plus you got some crazy interest rate. Uh, I could have bought a shark card back then. I don't know what yeah. I was doing. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the, the online currency with that thing. It just, it's the one thing that kind of kept driving me away from playing uh, GTA Online, let alone the fact that you're just constantly getting blown up by idiots. Yeah. But especially since like it was, you either had to really, you know, just plug away at things to kind of make money, or you, you know, pay real life money. And for me, I think I had already bought the game twice. You know, I bought it for <laughs> PS3, yeah. and I bought it for PC. It was like, okay, I've already given you over a hundred bucks, yeah. and now you're wanting me to spend more money on these shark cards. Uh, you know, I know this isn't a new uh, gripe by any means, but it's a, it's a gripe nonetheless. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, I think a lot of people feel that way, especially if it's EA. I would say uh, it seems people always want the new thing in Grand Theft Auto, and everything when I looked at it is priced in the multi-million-dollar range. And I don't know how I started with 1.5. I I don't know how I got to that, but. When I play online, I didn't want to be in, like, the open world part of it because I, you're always fighting someone. I wanted to do, like, the racing and the uh, different, um, like, four-player missions or shooting. Like, you go up against each other, like, a 6v6 type thing. Um, but that 
kind of links what I was going to mention on the free games for PlayStation is you can still get the free games from last month uh, for a few more days, four more days. Uh, one was Battlefront 2 um, for Star Wars. If you're a Star Wars fan, it, they made some pretty good changes. I bought it and got rid of it a month after it came out because it was garbage. Because uh, basically you could spend 100 extra dollars and you could play as Darth Vader before anyone would be close to unlocking him. Um which just ruined the gameplay if you only played online oh, since there's no monster. campaign. I mean, wasn't that one of the big games that you know, like all the fans just really yeah. shit on EA? Like, yeah. I think it wasn't on Reddit. They had like the number one downvoted uh, comment or yeah, uh, it post was on all of uh, Reddit. Worst case ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, uh, and I think it was that it's game, right? It was, it was because of Battlefront and because of Darth Vader. So. Yep. It's, yeah, because you could... The game looks amazing. That's usually how these things go now. Uh, EA does make some beautiful-looking games. But it was, if you could play how you want to play, or give us a bunch of money, and you're going to get all the cool characters right away. And that's what people did, um, which made it so unbalanced when you played online. Yeah. EA is notorious for that. I hate it. I, I, I'm just not a fan of the pay-to-play or having to it's give extra mod- money to do things. It's just not... I I haven't had a, like I don't have an issue doing it when it's um, not EA. I would say like if I've been supporting some of these, that's like a, like Apex was one where I bought the Battle Pass one year or one season, um, which was like ten or fifteen dollars. But it was a free to play game. So like when it's games like that, where like I feel like I'm supporting developers, it's not some big EA like they're doing it for the cash grab. It's not to make the game better. So the other ones make me feel like if I feel like I'm putting in it's not directly money into a developer's pocket, but if I feel like I'm helping contribute to that, then I don't mind doing it. Like spending the $5 on some cosmetics, like that stuff. I didn't mind. I don't mind. Yeah. I just paid you 60 bucks. Let me do what I need to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 60 bucks That's is also enough. the issue, right? It's the <laughs> DLC side things. I'm yeah. paying $60. It is. Why can't you give me the full game? Yeah. That's part uh, of this. Another yeah. one. Another one I saw on the PlayStation uh, deals right now is uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. It's a PSVR game. So it's a VR game in general, and you can get it on Steam and play it on uh, whatever headset you have. But I think it's one that the PSVR would be good. It, you know, it's it's uh, easy enough to handle uh, the graphics and the movement and everything for the PSVR. And it's also it's it's a really good game. I it's it's hard with Alex being out there to talk about any VR game being awesome uh, <laughs> when you compare it to Alex. But this is a really good one. I felt the story was really good. I think I only played it for again maybe an hour or two, uh, but it was a really good game uh, from what I could see. It had some horror elements. You know, it's Walking Dead, so you're going to have zombies and things like that. But uh, the it the gameplay was really good. The combat was really good they just they threw in the right amount of uh jump scares uh right at the least you know, when you least expect it which is the perfect time for that so uh, i thought it, it's a probably a good pickup if you if you're new to psvr uh, and you're looking for something in that genre it's not a bad one so, that's me that is you you're bringing up a good point like I, until it's in my hands tomorrow i keep forgetting i'm getting a playstation vr so I should look at when they have these deals like this to see if some of those that have been out a little bit and just load up now because then I could try them out, play them. Um, <laughs> especially if they're cheap. If I don't like them, at least I got it on a deal. 
Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I did that when I was waiting for the Valve Index to come in. When we ordered it, whatever that was, in January or whatever, and had to wait a couple months yeah. before it actually came in. I was keeping an eye on sales, and I was loading up my wish list and going, okay, when these go on sale, I'm going to pick them up anyway. And they were sitting in my <laughs> waiting to be installed until I got my Steam Index. So, Because I did have the Windows Mixed Reality version, but it can't really handle any games except for certain ones so i wasn't going to attempt to play them on the on the wmr so i just waited but i bought them i'm like why not they're on sale now i might as well pick them up no yeah it makes a lot of sense i'm gonna have to definitely check in i was not even thinking about looking at vr games i should definitely do that while the sale's still going on so one other online type of game that we were talking about that's on our list, specifically Call of Duty. Adam, you brought this one up uh, earlier oh, this yes. week. And it just started a couple days ago that they are now supporting 200-player matches. Yep. What in all the fucks? I don't know. That's like I, it, That seems like a lot. I can see there being issues when it's running. Um I kind of jumped on the bandwagon when it was um, PUBG days. Uh, when it was, that's garbage. It still looks like garbage, but it was a new type of game that was so much fun to play. So, and th- I can't imagine how 200 players, even in Call of Duties, which looks smooth, runs pretty well, is going to be. It said it was a limited time mode, which is one thing I didn't like about Warzone is like, oh, I found this mode that I like. Like, it's just a duos or something like that. And then next week it's gone because they just rotate things consistently and don't keep keep they keep like one or two modes the same when it's battle royal stuff. Um, uh, so it's so it's a limited thing. It's not going to be uh, that it's always going to have this option of playing two hundred players. It's probably a test to see how it handles, and then if it sucks, not bring it back or cut it down to like you know. I think it was at one. It was at one hundred for sure. It might have went up to one fifty at some point, but. They might cut it back or bring it back after they test fix and give you another 100 gig update. So That is a um, ton of bandwidth. Holy shit. How Yes. Yeah. It's impo- like it's awful. If you like I I have my PlayStation set where it doesn't actually turn off. It stays in like the sleep mode for updates and stuff. And I'm lucky cuz then it'll just it'll literally go all night to update just this stupid this <laughs> I was a stupid game. Uh, that I'm not even playing right now. And, man, listening to my PlayStation sound like it's going to take off to the moon when this game is running uh, makes me think it's going to explode. So it's... Well, it's going to be, what, a 30... It says, like, a 30 to 36 gig update, you know, and... Yeah. I don't know, like, you know, if if anything like me, I had about four games on my PlayStation 4, especially if you have Red Dead on there and Grand Theft Auto... That's uh, your pretty much your whole hard drive there. So you're getting a second yep. hard drive somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I already had it. I already updated the internal one. So I did the cold crazy thing of replacing it and stuff to double it to. I don't. Know, it's probably but, two. But your warranty. Yeah. Whatever. And then oh, I got the. God. I have the internal one. Done. Yeah, I I replaced the internal and I have an external one plugged in, and I'm gonna be pushing it close. I think. Oof, yeah, that's rough. That's one of the bad things, I guess. It's I mean, that's one of the benefits of a PC, I guess, is you can you know throw some extra hard drives in there or get a larger hard drive and you're okay. But 
I, I know you can add on extra external hard drives to the PS4, but I, I just speed wise and everything, I don't know how how well that goes, and that's yeah, a pain. It's in the okay. Ass. The internal one was a pain in the ass. That was a process to replace that, but the external like. So USB it plugs in. Everything I've been doing lately saves to that, and it runs pretty well. Um, I, it does not take much, though. So. Like if I get a power outage and that thing never turns off, I'll start getting corrupt files, and it's PlayStation Two glory days all over again. <laughs> Delete the memory card, get a new one. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what it is. It it's down. a big ass memory card. That's, just, that's, that's yeah. pretty much <laughs> giant memory cards. That's all we got now. You don't have the. Uh, you don't have these anymore. Oh geez, what do we got? PS One. Got some of these. PS Two. Oh yes. Cards in there. The eight. That PS Two right uh, there. Megabyte. Yeah, those were shit. I have the yellow ones. I want the color. (laughs) Eight megabytes. Can you imagine? Look at the size of those things for eight megabytes. (laughs) And what? Yeah, eight megabytes. It's insane. You can get a flash drive, uh, a tiny little rectangle flash drive that's a third of this size, that carries what? I think five hundred uh, gigs. They have, <laughs> no, I think they have micro SD cards that are up to a terabyte now. I don't yes. uh, maybe don't quote me that, but I think that is the case. I okay, wouldn't now, I, now I'm doing a deep dive. At least five hundred gigs. <laughs> That's crazy. But I remember those things sucked because you, I didn't realize when I was that young is that like I remember playing like SmackDown uh, on my PS2 with buddies, and we'd have I'd have mine plugged in and they'd have theirs plugged in. And if you saved anything, it would overwrite the other person's oh. uh, save file. Oh, so we'd always brutal. be messing each other's up. I'm trying to find my... Uh, where's the memory card on the on the switches? So, so yeah. uh, real, real-time follow-up here. It looks like there is a 2-terabyte uh, SD card. No, 1-terabyte. 1-terabyte is the biggest micro SD card that I can find right now. Nice. So. That is nuts compared to the eight megabyte uh, memory cards they used to get on that PS2. <laughs> Those giant memory cards. I'm trying to look for my other one. I know I have, I have 128 gig in my Nintendo Switch, but I have another one out here somewhere too. That's, I think a 256. But, but yeah, you can get a terabyte, which is ridiculous. For 230 bucks, it's even. It's not even yeah. that expensive. It's like that's, that's crazy, right? Oh, you were, yeah. Considering those eight gig ones were probably like fifty bucks when you bought them back then, or the eight megabyte ones. Yeah, were they? I don't even remember. Maybe they were. I think they were like thirty bucks, actually. That sounds right. But so. all right. Well, I think this is the time to take a little break, show some love to the sponsors. Make sure you follow thechairshot.com. We've got a couple more things to talk about, but we're gonna hit. A few commercials here before we get going. Now a word from my god, our sponsor. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. 
Hey folks, listen up, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Pins, stickers, illustrations. angrylemonade.net. This is my yard now. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. So before we start talking about the power of the gaming chairs, I got a little humble brag I want to throw in here after the break. You like the commercials? Big fan? And I just, the Roman Reigns stuff gets me every time. <laughs> this is my yard now. <laughs> Stupid. This is my yard now. <laughs> Well, when you're uh, attempting to steal lines from The Undertaker, the, one of the greatest of all time, you're going to get booed, I guess, right? Just just officially retired, too. Yeah, Hanging uh-huh. up the boots. Uh-huh. Just Quote, wait till next WrestleMania. He'll Quote, be back. officially <laughs> retired. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got some words for you. Well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> oh, man. I love it that you got those included. Uh, well, now I have to. You yelled at me last week, so now I got to I did, my, yeah. I got to play all my wrestling themes. As well, well, so. I know you. I know you have your thing, but I was gonna say, well, uh, one of the first things I ever did in a wrestling video game was take the mask off Kane to see what he looked like. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was it. Was that in uh, WWF No Mercy? Yeah, I think it I was. Because you could take like it off a, of there. It was like a blank, just like blacked out face, kind of yeah. like it was supposed, to, like it, he was burned. Like, yeah, it was a generic was a face time. with like a little black streak <laughs> over it, like. Yeah. It, that was probably like, I'd guess early 2000s. And I remember me, my brother, and sister just being like, he doesn't have a face. He doesn't have a face. <laughs> Thinking it's all real. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Back when it was good. Yeah. Boy, are they missing those days right now, I'll tell you. <clears throat> so if you're a fan of Legos at all, There is a website called Brickset.com that was started in, boy, I think the early 2000s. And they do a lot of things about just tracking, like, all the different Legos that are out there. You can get, um, like, all the instruction books, all the different things. Like, if you all the different pieces that go into a set, they have it listed out in detail. So if you're missing something, you can figure out which one you're missing and, like, the, you know, the number from Lego that you, the part you need to get somehow, you know, and things like that. It's, it's a really detailed website and they also have a lot of stuff in there on news and things like that. And boy, just the other day they released a article from a username of Yoda John. And if anybody knows anybody, that is my dad. And he finally sent out information into Brickset because he uses them to a ridiculous amount because if you know him, he is a collector of Legos and specifically Star Wars. Not just Legos when it comes to Star Wars, but everything in the world of Star Wars. He started out collecting just Yoda and Princess Leia things, and it was generally action figures and different you know, sets that they released that would have a Yoda or a Leia figure in them. And then 
it was in early 2000s when he really started ramping up and my brother had told him that you know lego has star wars sets and boy did that turn things around because he went absolutely crazy and we had to go everywhere in the universe to find and this was really you know in a sense before online buying and shopping was like a super big thing you'd you'd still go to the stores for a lot of these things or you could still go on i mean you could go on ebay and stuff but uh the way he did it was basically going to rummage sales and all the different yard sales around you know this you know with the greater milwaukee area wherever he could find one and finding different sets and you know still in the packages and loose uh loose sets and things like that but he basically made it a mission to go and find every single Star Wars Lego set that there was that got released since I think it was 99 and they started releasing them and continues to this day collecting everything Lego Star Wars everything Princess Leia and Yoda that there is available and if you see anything Yoda or Leia I guarantee you he has it and I guarantee you he has two because he has he has. I, I bought that for him not too long ago, and I have one awesome. of them as well in the in the in the pop figures as well. But me too. He has one in the box and one out for display, and that's Smart. how it works. And they released his article or wrote up an article, I guess, on him, and just released it on Brickset. So if you go look it up, it's on. I, I posted it on Twitter and on uh, our Facebook page at a winners you or not at a at a winners you on. Uh, Facebook and at it's me DPP on Twitter. We'll get to the a winner is you on Twitter later. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's an awesome article and it shows a ton of the pictures of his basement and everything that he has down there when it comes to this whole <laughs> I don't even know what to call it extravaganza of Star Wars sets when it comes to Lego and just other action figure sets in general. He claims he has approximately over approximately 750 sets still sealed in their mint condition, as well as 6,800 minifigures of Lego that are in loose out for display or are still in the sets that they came in. He's made friends with people at Toys R Us, which are now closed, but he would go to Toys R Us so much, he was friends with everybody that worked there and the managers who basically at some points would put things aside for him knowing he was going to come in and buy them. They would basically give him old cutouts when they were going to be retired and taken off the you know, the, the floor. And that's where he got a lot of his cutouts and display sets. And, you know, he would go buy the the towers of the, you know, that would go into him from Lego and Anything he could get his hands on, he pretty much bought or finangled from the stores because he just made friends with them, and that's the kind of guy he was. But if you get the opportunity, go check it out because the pictures, as I said, don't do it justice because that is a basement full to the ceiling of all these different things, (laughs) and it is insane to see in person, and it's just the pictures look absolutely crazy that he put on the site. So it's, it's pretty awesome. And it was pretty neat to see my dad's story, get out there and get on brick set because I know he uses it so much. And it's pretty awesome that they did that for him. 
So if you ever wonder where I became such a nerd and a collector <laughs> of different things, as you see in my images when we podcast, that's kind of where it started. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's awesome. It's insane. <laughs> I mean, yeah. This is awesome. It's literally, I mean, I am not joking. Like it, it is impossible to find something that he doesn't have. <laughs> yeah. I I would say like I have a good Star Wars Lego condition, uh, collection, but it probably only fills that one shelf that has Darth Maul on it compared to this <laughs> basement of Legos. Uh, yeah, I love it. The one thing I don't see is the expensive Millennium Falcon, which I'm sure is somewhere. Oh, the Millennium Falcon. It. Yes, he has one of those. Uh, maybe it's not in one of those images, but it is there. <laughs> The big one. It looks like a bar table yep. um, in size, yeah. He's got the one. Yeah. That's the one I want. He's got one it's hanging. Like He's got the older months. one hanging up there, right? Uh, yep. That one's hanging from the ceiling, but then he has... Oh, no, that one's on the shelf there. Here, it's on the third shelf of the last it. picture. Yep. I have that yeah. one. I That's like one of my favorite... That was one of my favorite builds to do. Um, it's there somewhere. Lego. I can tell you that. That Lego, that Lego Yoda... That's on. That's standing there. Um, I built that one. I remember building that one for him. Nice. One that's out of the box. He has one that's that? in the box. It's uh, it's oh boy, I don't know what picture that is. One, two, three pictures. Four pictures down. It's on the four round, the top of the round. Oh, uh, the, yeah, the big Yoda. Yeah. Oh, I have. Yeah, I have that one still in the box to build. Um, I just haven't taken the time to do it because, like, I. I like to, if I'm building Lego, I'm sitting there and doing it in one go. I'm not taking a break. Yeah. Uh, and they are time-consuming activities. I love it. They're so much fun. I've been, the, I've been collecting awesome. the cars. I've been a car collector of the Techniques uh, ones. I've got, I just got the Dodge Charger from Fast and the Furious. I've got the James Bond car, sure. the Ford Mustang. Oh, yes. I've got, those are the ones I'll put, I'll put together and put out on the shelves, but... Cars are cool too. Yeah. I just love Legos. That was like my favorite thing to play with as a kid. I, Legos are so awesome. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. Then they just get but crazier I, I, and crazier. I was never this organized as he is. Like I, I, oh yeah. I have a bin of Legos that are all just from sets. <laughs> and mine are, spend a half hour looking yeah. for any one single piece that you want. <laughs> mine aren't even uh, out and about. Mine aren't even on a shelf anymore. They're actually uh, put in containers. Um, because my little cat is not, she ain't having it. She's too curious and I ain't watching that shit get broken. So, um, this would give me anxiety if I had a basement like this and cats. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, it's out of control. And the scary, the scary thing is, is God forbid when, when it does happen and he passes on, this is all coming to me. So, (laughs) I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with this. <laughs> you got space back there. I can see it. Oh, well, yeah. and that's funny is I've been basically been taking down Legos to make room for this other stuff. So it's, all the Legos <laughs> have moved to bins. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to buy another house just for Legos. That's, you know, it's funny. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Get a storage unit um, and reset it up just like the basement. Well, and then one day... In a hundred years, when Storage Wars comes around, someone's going to open this holy grail and bid a bunch of money on it. That would be actually pretty hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's not a bad idea. I got an exercise room that isn't getting any, I'm not doing anything with, so maybe I'll take all that stuff out and make that the Lego room. I'm not using it. There you go. <laughs> Quarantine so, life. 2020. Yeah, yeah. So there's my, there's the humble brag. Talking about my dad and where I get my ridiculous nerdiness and collectibles from. So there you go. That's fantastic. That's awesome. <laughs> so awesome. Uh, all right. Let's talk a little gaming chairs. Uh, Drew, you started this nonsense. You, you did, did this I? to me. You did this to me. <laughs> you did start it. Well, there... <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's, everyone's going through the same stuff right now, or at least not everyone, but a lot of people where you're, you find yourself working from home, um, you know, ever since February uh, or March. So I, I found myself working from home, and I think I had an Amazon Basics uh, you know, chair, you know, desk chair that I was using and just found myself just dying working in this you know, crappy chair every day, all day. Um, you know, it was tolerable when literally all I used it was for gaming and, you know, living, uh, with a wife and children, you're not doing eight, 10 hour sessions at gaming anymore. Uh, maybe back in the day, but not so much anymore. Um, so when all of a sudden I had to sit in it for much longer, I realized this is not the chair for me. Uh, and that started the, me down the path. Try to find a, a chair that is comfortable, uh, that is ergonomic, that is not going to break my back. Uh, and I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it is not easy to find a chair, uh, especially for any sort of reasonable price, that is going to make sense for you. Uh, there are chairs, you literally, literally, if you go to Google right now and say best home office chair, or best office chair, the number one, two, three, four, and through 10 chairs are going to be over a thousand dollars. It's nuts. It's mm-hmm. nuts. And it's like, I get it. You're sitting there for, you know, eight, 10 hours a day. Uh, plus sometimes you're going to want something that's going to last. Uh, but I just realized that, you know, with the typical office chair wasn't, wasn't in the price range, wasn't going to work for me. Um, so then you start looking down market and you start just Googling Amazon, right? Or going on Amazon say, find me an office chair. And there's two kinds. Either you get kind of the Amazon basic style office chairs, which, you know, they're probably okay for six months or they're okay if you're sitting on it for two hours a day, but it's not meant for longevity. Um, or you get into certain gaming chairs that are out there for you know around two hundred dollars or so, uh, but they literally look like a, a racing chair that you know that comes directly out of a uh, you know McLaren or something. Um, and I wasn't looking for anything that that brazen. Uh, so I just I started looking around and I stumbled across uh, Secret Lab, which is uh, spoiler alert the chair I ended up going with, but it uh, you know it's it's more mid market uh, I think. The Omega, which is the smaller uh, one, starts at, he said, stalling for time, starts at about $350, uh, $350. Uh, you get up into the Titan, which is kind of the medium-sized chair. Uh, it's around 400 And then and you get into the Titan XL, which is the big boy chair, uh, and you're talking closer to 500 um, And then within each one of those, there's different, uh, you know, different uh Aesthetics you can go for that you can go for leather or a more cloth version that they have now, um, and it is technically a gaming chair, right? So they have, if you want to go, 
Fortnite colors and they have Overwatch and Cyberpunk as I'm sure we'll get to. You know, they have all sorts of colors. They have esports uh teams colors if you really want to uh to go crazy. I know Dan, you got uh one that I'm not going to mention. I'll let you talk about the one you got. Yeah, there it is. Um so for me, uh my sensibilities lead me towards just black on black, uh very non-standout-ish. I just went uh, black leather, black uh, suede, I think it's called, but it's just black on black. It's basically just monotone black chair. Um, but, I mean, getting back to the research, it was just, it. it's sickening to try to research these chairs. You're, you just sit for hours and hours reading different reviews. And, of course, you know, half the people feel like it's a good chair, and half the people say, oh, what are you doing wasting your time? you got to buy that $1,200 chair from... Yoza, what's it? And you know that's the only way to live. You're you're doing your back a disservice if you don't buy that twelve hundred dollar chair. It's like okay, well that's that's all well and good, but I just I'm not there, right? I can't afford that. So this is the one I went with, and I'll tell you, it got delivered. Uh, they were they were on back order when I delivered them. I think they still are on back order, or I think they call them pre order. But it's uh, you know they are slowly delivering them out. Uh, I think I put in an order for mine in at the end of May. And it was supposed to be delivered by, I think, today, like late June. Uh, and it got here about two weeks ago. So it got here a little early. Uh, I think that seems to be the common theme amongst most people that I'm seeing uh, that are getting these chairs. They are coming a, a couple weeks early, at least a week early. But uh, after a week or two of sitting in it, uh, I can tell you, I, I'm very happy compared to uh, the Amazon Basics chair I had. Now, I haven't been able to compare it to the $1,200 chair, but uh, compared to the Amazon Basics chair, it's amazing. It's it's a stiff chair. It has all the adjustments you could want. You know, the armrests go all sorts of different ways. Uh, it, you can go up and down. I think that was one of the bigger things that turned me off of some of the ergonomic chairs is they didn't go high enough for me. Uh, this one does. It goes nice and high, so it's, it's a lot of the chairs that I've always sat in, I'm always at the very top of the of the piston, and it, sometimes it just kind of locks out and just completely lose all uh, you know, sponginess at that top of the piston. This one, I'm not actually at the top. I still have a little give. I can go even higher than I am sitting right now. Uh, it reclines, so I'm not sure. You know, I, every a couple times throughout the day, either I'll be sitting right up and close. Uh, you know, I do a lot of coding for a living, so I'm sitting up right on my uh, keyboard. And then other times I'm doing meetings, and I can relax and sit back a little bit. So I think that's kind of nice. Uh, the Titan, which is the one I got, uh, has a lumbar support. So rather than having a pillow that you put behind your back, the Titan actually has a lumbar uh, like dial that you spin, kind of like a, how you find on a lot of cars nowadays. That's fantastic as well. I, you know, a lot of cars I find a little obtrusive with the lumbar support. This feels really, really good. Um, and then the back actually has a pillow on, up, up by your head. So when you do lean back a little bit, you have somewhere to put your head. You're not constantly having to hold your, your head up with your neck. So, and I think the last thing I'll say before I you know, pass it over to you, Dan, because I'm sure you have lots to say about it as well, is um, I, I don't think I've ever sat in a chair where when you're sitting there, if you have it adjusted right, your entire back is touching the chair. I, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever sat in a chair like that before. Like, this is a real tall chair. It's taller. Like, when I'm sitting down, it comes up above my head. And if I sit back against the chair, my entire back, like every inch of my back is touching some part of that chair. And yeah, I, that has to be good for support. And 
you know, it just feels really good. So I guess, uh, Dan, what, what are your thoughts? How are you feeling? Well, I got the Dark Knight version. As you mentioned, there are <laughs> some special editions, and I went for the Dark Knight, the Batman version. <laughs> so it's still black on black. It just adds a little bit of a little bit of flair yep. of the of the bat symbols on there in, in black, you know, stitched in, and a couple of lines <laughs> in here. So I mean, it's it's not anything too over crazy. Like you said, there's there's the cyberpunk one, which looks pretty pretty cool, but it's pretty <laughs> out there. You know, it's really yellow and and black, and it's it's really like said, it stands out a lot. Uh, and did you turn it around? It has a huge red skull on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, yeah. it's something. I uh, I like it though. Honestly, it's pretty it neat. My eye when I saw it. Yeah, and like you can get the uh, oh geez, what's the Game of Thrones ones too? That those are those are there as well. You know those kind of things, but. I, I'm a huge nerd for you know comics and, and I love DC. I love Batman as well. So I you know Dark Knight one immediately when I saw it, and it was after you know your recommendations of like hey I, I found this Titan one and I'm like okay I've seen them you know come up on like Facebook and, and stuff like that you know in ads and I'm like yeah I always kind of poked around at them and I had the same issue I wanted to get a new chair and something that was really going to work and I was not about to spend a thousand dollars on a chair when I was doing my searching and. I don't understand how how much better a thousand dollar chair can be than this one, honestly, because I don't know what else more it could do than what this one can. Like you said, the lumbar support, I've got it cranked up. It feels fantastic, and it's so comfortable right now. Like my last chair, I would sweat my ass off in, and it was just uncomfortable. And if I use the armrests on that one, my my hands would fall asleep if I was trying to game just because it would my heart they would start to tingle because it didn't get the circulation and here you can you can move them around you can adjust them front and back off to the side the only one thing that i would say is disappointing about this chair is i wanted to the option to be able to move the armrests away completely away from me like in some chairs you can kind of you can move the armrests up to the back and they're out of the way i kind of would like that. I thought that was awesome. That's the only thing missing from this chair, really, because it it has the little bit of a you know rocking feature that you can you know lock or unlock, and then it has the recline, so you can basically lay almost all the way back if you want to. And I don't feel like I'm going to fall on my ass. I don't feel like the chair is going to break <laughs> behind me. And you mentioned the fact that you can actually you know have some you know lift to this where you're not always at the top, like. You know, these ones also have options where there's different sizes for how tall you are, and it kind of gives you, you know, if you're within this height, you should get this one. And I'm, you know, 5'11", and I got the mid-size one, and I can literally go to the top of the the piston, and I'm dangling my feet. I don't know when's the last time. I I don't know the last time I've ever been able to do that on a chair. (laughs) It was... I was five, I think. It was was weird. (laughs) It felt weird. (laughs) That's really funny. But, yeah, it's just, it's, I really, I can't recommend this one more. You know, you, I know you got the uh, you got the different leather. You said the suede. What did you get, the suede? Yeah, I think the, and, the black on black, that's the only way it could come was the okay. the black leather. Like, generally it's the black leather, but then it has some suede kind of details on it. But, okay. yeah, it's, but that, it's the only black on black on black, like black stitching, black, Everything is black because even the Batman one I think has yellow stitching, right? Uh, it's the a little regular. Bit, yeah, Batman. it's a little bit of a gold, He's got the dark knight, gold stitching. Gold. But 
um, yeah, it's otherwise it's all yeah. The rest of it's black on black, and then there's the couple extra little um, you know marks for Batman that that are kind of stitched in with fabric. But otherwise, like the Batman one, you could only get it in the leather. Like that was the only option. So yeah, those are some of the other you know. I guess I don't know if it's downsides, but options you need to pay attention to if you're going to try and get a special edition. You may not have all the options for for those, but yeah. for I think mine was. 425 bucks i think it ended up being or with the special for the special edition 430 dollars yep. mm-hmm. i mean yeah yeah it has literally every single feature i wanted besides the ability to basically move completely eliminate the armrests if you want to but i mean i suppose i could just take them off if i didn't want them on here but yeah it's kind of nice to I, be I able was... to just move them away because then i can you know fully move around can if i'm you... playing a game but can you adjust the height on the armrests I'm the same can, way. I totally get what yeah. you mean. You can adjust the heights. You can you can turn them sideways. You can move them forward oh, and backwards. At least there's that though. You know, at least it's not like locked in one height, which is like right. cheap chairs do. It's no. like I'm too big for these chairs. So, like I've been looking at these. So you guys have been saying it's leather, and then there's leather, an option for one that's not leather. There's a soft weave fabric they call it. It's called yeah, soft I mean, weave fabric. That's what I'm looking at then. I. And, yeah, I I kind of wish I had gotten the charcoal blue soft weave fabric. Uh, yeah, I like it because I think if there's one comment I have is I think this chair, especially in the summer, can get a little hot sure. with the leather. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the fabric would have breathed just a little bit easier. And uh, you know, this is like the least of uh, a dig at this chair because it's really it's really good. But as you know, the past couple of days it's been extremely hot. Uh, Again, kind of swampy weather up here in Wisconsin, and just every once in a while, I get you know a little bit of hot uh, on my back. So I think that fabric would be a little bit nicer there. Plus, I do kind of like the blue accents on that one. I do too. I like the cookies and cream actually. I'd probably do that one. So my problem is, I got one of the ones on Amazon, uh, whatever brand. I don't know. It looks like a racing chair. It's nice, like it's, but it's definitely at a point where like this thing is not comfortable. It makes a bunch of noise. It does not go very high, so like I feel like I'm like squatting. Um, and it was like a hundred and twenty some dollars, but they had it on sale, so I was like, oh, it's from Amazon, great. Um, I like it still, uh, but I definitely have been in the mood like I need if this is the new, you know, norm. I want a chair that makes sense, and I don't mind spending more. But like you guys said, I'm not spending a thousand dollars on a fancy chair, um, and I wonder if they're always a thousand or if they're taking advantage of you know COVID and more people being home like everything else is. Uh, Nintendo Switch, looking at you, and then, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, my cat, uh, she just causes trouble. Uh, she lets me know she's here by using back of my chair as a scratching post. So. One time I'll have to show, you can see her claw marks up the sides and a perfect line across the back. And not being an expensive chair, I don't care. But if I were to buy this, like I'm looking at these roughly in the 400, 350 to 450. Um, I would hate that if I bought this and she immediately did that because I'd be so pissed. (laughs) I would be really pissed. (laughs) Yeah. That is definitely something I was really worried about with getting the leather one too. Is the you know, I, I guess, lucky enough that my cats don't tend to do that so much. You know, they like to sit on the chair, but mostly they don't bother me so much when it comes to messing with the chair. So I think I'd be okay. But 
that is something sure. I definitely was like, oh god, I, that's going to get ruined immediately, and I'm not going to be happy about it. But uh, yeah, I just same reason, right? I mean, we're this is looking like it's going to be a, quite a while before you know the group of us at least go back to work. You know, we're going to be working from home for a while. So I normally I do you know stand at home. I have a, a desk that can you know can turn into a standing desk. So I, li- I like to stand most of the time, but. When it comes to gaming and podcasting and things like that, I need something to sit on. And my last chair was just not going to cut it. It was just uncomfortable, and it just it soaked up sweat. And despite the fact that it is fucking cold down here in this basement, <laughs> I still sweat my ass off on that chair, and I don't know why. So I needed something new, and I wanted something comfortable. And this thousand mm-hmm. percent fits the bill. And awesome. for, I, I can't, I don't understand how a thousand dollar chair can be any better than this chair that I'm sitting in right now for 400 bucks. I, I completely agree. I, uh, I, you know, and I think, I think one of the things that turned me off from secret lab when I first started looking into them is that you see, you know, a thousand Twitter, uh, posts or Reddit posts where people are touting their chairs. Right. And, it's like, man, these people really like their chairs. And then you realize that you actually get an extra two years of warranty if you post onto Twitter or Reddit or whatever uh, saying, hashtag secret lab, I love my chair. So be aware that that's out there. I'm, I'm not super keen on that kind of tactic to you know, basically buy social media publicity by offering an extra long warranty. Uh, but I'll admit I did take advantage of it, right? I put a post yeah. on Reddit and said, no, oh, I love my chair. Um, yeah, I still got to do that. Uh, Look out for mine. <laughs> but I will I will tell everybody like at the end of the day, like we're not getting paid to this. We're not getting any extra warranty uh from telling you about these chairs. Like, I think for Dan and I, like uh, you know, we we actually like these chairs. It's not because we're getting any extra anything out of it. It's just yeah, we're we're trying to tell you what it is and I think we both really, really like these chairs. So take that for what it is. <laughs> that sound you know what that sound means that sound means we're running out of time as the ladies man would say i'm looking at a half empty bottle of cavathier so i think we're just about out of time (laughs) i think that means it's time for our last topic for the day So I saw this come up just the other day that one old fun game that we used to play as kids called NBA Jam had a little bit of a cheat in there that if you were the Chicago Bulls and you were playing against the Detroit Pistons and you may have been down by a point or two as the Bulls and you went for that last second shot, you were 100% guaranteed to miss and lose the game what in the fuck guys is this real (laughs) is this real what is happening i can't can't believe that i can't believe they'd admit to it although it's been so long that it's kind of it's funny now you might as well because every (laughs) i knew there was something (laughs) well and, and and admitting the fact that 
I mean, let's take it one step, one different step. And so the, the lead designer is Mark Turmel, who also mm-hmm. could be unlocked in the game. If you were a player, you could unlock some of these oddball guys, like the actual designers of the game, Mark Turmel and, and Bill Clinton, if you enjoyed it. And they're, they talk about the rubber banding of games, which was always, uh, you know, rumored about because it doesn't matter how high up, how much you were ahead of the game, the computer would always catch up in that fourth quarter, would always end up making it a game. And NFL Blitz did the same thing, right? It was the same same deal. But the fact that he finally admitted that he was, you know, a Michigan-born Detroit Pistons fan and... You know, when this game was made, it was when the Bulls were, you know, the hottest thing around and Michael Jordan was there. And even though Michael Jordan's not in the game because of copyright reasons, anytime the Bulls played the Pistons, it came down to the last minute. He guaranteed that the Pistons were going to win the game, which is absolutely hilarious. And God help you if you wasted quarters in the arcade playing that. <laughs> Yeah, at least back in the day, there wasn't the the big esports that there is today, and you'd actually have you know big rivalries kind of unleashed over this. You know, this could be really big news if this was found out to be you know in a Call of Duty game or in another big esports game today. So it's pretty yeah. surprising. Yeah, imagine 2K that. Now. Imagine, imagine that. Two K now. Yeah, people what? lose their shit. I mean, yeah, it's certainly a different different era and different world now. I, I don't think you'd be able to. There's got to be a way you wouldn't be able to get away with it. I would think somebody would be able to figure it out. But I suppose you really could if, if you didn't admit to it that if <laughs> you played it, like watching NBA 2K tournaments for esports and finding out that... <laughs> the Bulls always lose. What is this? Okay. I, mean, how, I mean, how the hell would that work? I, I just, you know, if you somehow put a code in there so you could never win, that seems absolutely crazy. I mean, I think back of the of, you know... It's funny, another story just came out about Billy Mitchell. I don't know if you guys have ever played, listened, or oh, watched The King Billy of Kong. Billy Mitchell. But Billy Mitchell is getting some of his records back because all of them. they found out. All of them, yeah. All, yeah, I guess all of them, you're right. Because, you know, they found out that he didn't cheat or whatever. You know, they found new evidence that his machine was not rigged in any in any way. Or they couldn't find so evidence, think- right? I think the trick there was they, yeah, they didn't, they took a cop out because they, this is uh, Guinness uh, took a cop out. They said, we found insufficient evidence to prove that they were cheated. So they were defaulting to the original ruling from back in 1980, whatever, that they would stand. Uh, so it's a total cop out that they were just like, okay, this is causing too much controversy. We're just going to put into it and be done. So yeah. whatever. Hilarious. I, I love it. So. Billy Mitchell's a weird guy. If you ever watch any of his videos, it's like, man, you think a lot about yourself. So yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen, if you haven't watched the King of Kong, go watch that documentary because yeah, that is it. absolutely awesome. And yeah, Billy Mitchell is definitely a character in himself. So first I'm, professional gamer. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to find a quote he says in like the trailer. And I used to have that written on my board at work. And I, it, that was the only thing I'd have on my board was that quote, Billy Mitchell making a comment <laughs> saying Billy Mitchell. <laughs> <in his quote. laughs> uh, it, you know, when I watch Pixel, that Adam Sandler movie, 
Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it though. Like how back then it was like, oh, we're like celebrities because we learned the code. <laughs> oh sure. Uh, so, I are you guys were you guys big NBA Jam players back in the day at all? Were you did you play that at all? Uh, uh, you, I, I yes. might as well just sign off. So I'll, I'll see you later, guys. Uh, I'll talk later. Goodbye. Okay, yeah, bye. I, <laughs> I um, had it on Super Nintendo. I want to say it was that one, right? Um, yep. We had it, but I wasn't, we weren't, you know, I was very young when I would be playing that. And I was, that was probably more of my first time under learning basketball than actually watching basketball. <laughs> Um, oh, but that's I, a good game. To, that's a good game to learn it on, where you can shove the guys down and yeah, and <laughs> that's why and drain ridiculous three pointers. Like, bullshit! All these bullshit fouls. Get up! <laughs> so, it, to be honest, this is why I wasn't a basketball guy. I, I I played ice hockey as a kid, so I was used to being real rough. Yeah, right? and then I'd go play backyard basketball with my friends, and they'd be like, Drew, you you literally can't hit us like this. Like, you can't do that. That's a foul. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I just need to go get the foul. So it was just not fun. I was too rough for the game. Yeah, that's a little different. <laughs> Where basketball is a little more finesse. Yeah, I had a few friends that were, like, rugby players and things like that and then would go, like, play soccer and then would play basketball in, in you know, in gym class and, like, like dude, you, you can't do that. Like, the coach was like, you can't. You can't hit him like that. Like, oh, it was so bad. It was fun. I never got it. It didn't make sense to me. No, I wasn't good at dribbling either. But that's besides the point. I didn't get the rest of it. Uh, that was that, that was my game. Basketball was my life until you know after high school. Basically, I was I played basketball all my grade school and high school career. So I was just wondering if you had. Any remembrance of favorite teams that you played as when it came to NBA Jam? But I'm going to guess you really didn't have any. <laughs> I wouldn't say favorite teams. I'm trying to remember because there was a team I always picked, but it was probably because of their colors. And I, you know what? I would also say, like, their jersey colors. I would also say um, my mom uh, is was a jazz fan. So that was prime jazz where they didn't win a title, but the team was really good. Well, and that's perfect um, and because I, the Utah Jazz were the number one team in NBA Jam with so Carl Malone and John Stockton, maybe. Because I remember the uh, the blue, the shade of blue, whatever that shade's called, and then the uh, purple. And I remember picking that a lot. Yeah. Well, you picked a right. You picked a good team. Number one. I picked the best team to win. Number one. <laughs> I was always, even though I wasn't a fan of them, I was always the San Antonio Spurs because they had David Robinson and Sean Elliott, and both of them were big dudes who could block shots and knock down three-pointers like there was no tomorrow. So that was always my team when it came to NBA Jam. And just looking at the rankings, you'll be happy to know that there was 27 teams, 27 teams back then, and the 27th ranked team, the worst team on NBA Jam. You want to take one big guess? You're wearing their T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Bucks and six. Bucks Milwaukee and six. goddamn Bucks with Brad Lojas and Blue Edwards. God, yeah, I love were it. The bad. They were really bad. God, and they were it. like they were good, obviously, when they were the 80s. They were they could hang, but they never got past the next step. Yeah. 90s were bad. The 90s were bad with Frank Brakowski and yeah, Brad Lojas and ugh. Ugh, brutal. I just had to bring that up to bring everybody down that the Milwaukee Bucks were the worst team. But, hey, 
NBA 2K20, Milwaukee Bucks are the number one team. So, you know, Boom. comes back around, comes back around. We'll take it. All right. I think that's it. I think, I think we're all done. You guys got any last thoughts? Anything you want to bring up here before we sign off? Uh, there's a new Twitter account out there if we want what to is, talk about that. Is there now? What there's is... a new Twitter account out there. Brand new. It just came out. Uh, you guys can take a guess at what it might be. I think I know. It is. Do you know? I do. Adam, do you know? I have a it good is... idea. Twitter.com slash a winner is you. Wow. The letter U, not Y-O-U. The letter U. A winner is you. Uh, we got a Twitter account, everyone. It's official. So there you go. Uh, no more at DPP over there. We have our official a winner is you Twitter account. Um, I like it. Where at the very least, we're going to post about every show we do, uh, plus any other gaming news uh, that we come across uh, throughout the week in between the, the podcast. So... You know, follow us, and maybe at one point I'll learn uh, how to use Twitter, and I'll try to post something out <laughs> there. Get the sound clip. Get okay. the sound clip ready. Okay, Boomer. This, yeah, this is the okay, wrong boomer. person. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> he, just, he didn't even have to play the clip. He, he's got it. <laughs> he can do it himself. So, uh, I'm definitely the wrong person to be promoting uh, any sort of Twitter account, considering even my personal account has zero followers. Um, but... At, let's let's get this let's get this one more than zero followers. That'd I'm be with nice. you. I'm with you. I never actually created a Twitter, so you know what? I'll jump on. But I need nicknames. I think we got to talk about that next week. We got to make some nicknames for us. We got to we got to all be cool like the D, D the DPP right. over there. I came up with. Some it took quick me nicknames. years, man. It took years. Um, it took years say, to come up with Sean, nicknames. Sean's not here. I was thinking he should be Tex. 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 <laughs> oh. It makes text. sense, right? It totally does. You're it a does. boomer. Yours is easy. <laughs> boomer. Oh, is text. that is that? And is I that was thinking stone? like because I'm the youngest, I was thinking the baby, like something. Yeah. Nope. something I really already got your name. That. I already yeah, got your you name. You can't come up with the your cooler? own cooler. Yeah, you're the cooler. You're the cooler because you're AC. You're the cooler. It doesn't have a ring like the baby though. No. Nobody puts baby in the corner. So I just do all baby thing. It'd be really funny. Mm. So why does it? So you're. Just because you call Boomer dad doesn't this mean he has com- to right. the baby. Dad. <laughs> oh. Someday we'll go over some of those shenanigans on this podcast. I think we uh, maybe after, Maybe after quite a few more drinks than I've already had tonight. <laughs> yeah, that'll be an After but, Dark uh, episode of A Winner Is You. <laughs> tune in for the after show <laughs> where we <laughs> yeah. keep the party going. <laughs> where we keep the party going. Yeah, that'll be a late night now. after a game of Catan and yeah, oh, yeah. A, bo- a bottle of Captain... Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, go hard. I like we're proving the nerdiness now when we're talking Catan and board games, and yeah, that's and yeah. Billy Mitchell. And that's coming. <laughs> that is still in the works. We are still working on a video podcast of Tabletop Simulator of possibly a game of Catan that will be happening in the yeah. near future. Be awesome. We are working on that. There are some technical difficulties we're working through, but uh, stay tuned. I think we'll we'll figure it out soon enough here. What do you? So, what do you youngsters have to figure it out? This, yeah. uh, this old man. Yeah, I can't do anything. I've been, I've been, <laughs> <laughs> Not me. I've been benchmarking. I'm benchmarking with a few other guys on different podcasts that do video podcasts on how they do their are things. Are you cheating on us? Well, you know, he's on benchmarking podcasts. Benchmarking. Uh, benchmarking. Yeah. Speaking of podcasts, 
Speaking of podcasts, look at that segue. You can follow. I have you a can final note. If you, you if you want to hear more, of, you want to hear more of my. So you got a final word over there, cooler? Yeah, Billy Mitchell always has a plan. <laughs> <laughs> that's the lie. That's the quote. That's right. That's I remember what's on that. My board. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Billy Mitchell always has a plan. Billy Mitchell. God, that guy was great. That might be that might be the title of this episode. Billy Mitchell always has a plan. <laughs> That's good. We, and you don't hear it until the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah gonna, it wasn't even something we time. talked about. When did they talk about <laughs> Billy Mitchell? they got to be did talking about it? it at some point here. <laughs> we barely did. Oh, it wasn't even a topic. Perfect. It just came up in conversation. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Oh. That, that's the that's the quality content you that's get here. The winners, you. Hey, we had one episode of the DWI podcast called "Mike Tyson Fights a Kangaroo," and it was one of the highest trending episodes ever. So you know, it's all about shock did value. You, did we, you talk about Mike Tyson fighting we, a kangaroo? We talked about Mike Tyson. I think we mentioned that he tried to fight a kangaroo once, but basically, it wasn't much of the topic. We just mentioned it passing because <laughs> Mike Tyson was on AEW, and we had to talk about Mike Tyson. And so we did our best Mike Tyson impressions, and oh, one boy. of us said how I tried to fight a you know Mike Tyson in Mike Tyson's voice that he tried to fight a kangaroo. Gotcha. You know, You're not going for a bag of Doritos. Do you want me to talk about Mike Tyson? I talk Mike Tyson. He was he's a big fighter. I like to get in the ring and I like to fight. I like to I'll fight for a bag of Doritos. Do you want me to fight? I'll fight a kangaroo. I'll fight him. I'll fight him. I don't I care if it's Chris Jericho or, or a kangaroo. Scary. It's the same. Yeah. Oh, he looks. For fifty years old or whatever, dude. He's ready to get back in the ring. He looks scary. He's in shape. No, I'm good. Yeah. No (laughs) thanks. Nope. (laughs) I love you, Mike Tyson. Don't come after us. Yeah, I'll stick to Mike Tyson's punch out and try and beat him there. That's. (laughs) If you want to take your shot at Mike Tyson, zero zero seven three seven three five nine six three. There you go. That's your code. Look at you. That's your code. That brings you right to the right to the match. Yeah. Yeah. That brings you right to Mike Tyson. Screw all the other bullshit. That's fair though. That's what you that's what you're playing for. That's right. That's right. It's for all the marbles. That'd been a good back. spot for that sound bite I want you to add. Oh yeah. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll talk. One day. One day. Alright. So let's close this thing out. Talk about other podcasts. I'm also if you like if you like listening to me for some reason, I'm also on the DWI podcast, which drops every Saturday. Where we talk all things basically Raw and SmackDown, a little AEW for your wrestling needs. Make sure you go to thechairshot.com to follow all things wrestling, where we talk WWE, AEW, NWA, New Japan, Impact, everything wrestling, as well as the brand new entertainment section, which includes not just us at a winner is you, but also bandwagon nerds. Also, all sorts of sports stuff. Three Man Weave and Weekly Blitz are on there. It's growing almost every day. We've got all sorts of stuff, movie reviews and some video game reviews. There's definitely more of those to come, so continue to follow thechairshot.com. Also, go to prowrestlingtees.com slash thechairshot where you can find all different sorts of pro wrestling t-shirts as well as at least one A Winner Is You t-shirt that is currently in the works and probably more to come, but... Keep an eye out for that. We're getting ready to release our first T-shirt, boys. You mentioned Twitter. At a winner is you, the letter U, as well as Facebook at the same location. A winner is you, the letter U. 
You can follow us all there for your different posts for the episodes and random news and things that we see that we find interesting that we want to share with the world. So keep following us on Twitter and on Facebook. And I think that is all she wrote for episode three. Thanks again for listening and for making us one of the highest rated podcasts to start. And I hope you continue to listen because more things are to come. And as we gave you the teaser, the next episode is going to be all about virtual reality. So with that, thank you very much for listening. This is a winner is you. And remember, it is dangerous to game alone. Take us. (laughs) 